Hey everyone, this is Phil and Lola of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night, the the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 179, and a big happy new year to everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to 2021. It's a new year full of potential and uh, and full of uh, bright new starts. Let's leave 2020 behind, shall we? It's probably best left unsaid. I am your host, the High Priest of Conchu Ray, and as you've probably read on the tin of this episode, uh, this will be a re-release, and we've got something a little special for you for this and the subsequent episode. Uh, so this is a re-release of the serial adventure, The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter. Now this ran from June 2019 onwards and was released in uh, like vignette serial form, uh, approximately every month or so. Uh, it did stretch out here and there, so it's been about one and a half years since it started. Uh, so a big a big undertaking, and I'm glad to say the finale, which is a bumper bonanza size finale, uh, that will be featured in our next episode. But I thought what would be best would be to get all the loonies reacquainted uh, and or introduced to this serial adventure. So if you're a casual listener, you may or may not have picked up on the odd, you know, five-minute um, drama episode of the serial. Uh, I've just put everything kind of together. The first 12 episodes and the 13th episode will be will be the big finale. So this will go on for about, I think, one hour and about 10 minutes. So it's a, it's a treat it kind of like a... I don't know, like a mini movie, Uh, get yourself comfy, get yourself settled in, put on some nice headphones, dare I say, hello headphones, empowering gamers to play their best, Uh, try some of them, or or one of your own choosing, Um, settle down into your comfy chair or in bed, uh, and, and just try and, I guess, immerse yourself in this world that I've tried to create, uh, it was a lot of fun doing, um, it was a lot of fun doing, sorry, and and even more so, and more importantly, it couldn't have been done without the help of you, the loonies. So this features uh, loonies um, that are within this group, within this community, that have put their hand up and said that they want to give this a go, give this thing called voice acting a go. I'm giving this thing called writing a go, uh, and I think I think it's fair to say everyone's been um found it a pretty pretty fun experience pretty novel experience uh, i certainly hope and i intend to carry this on so this is season one uh i intend to carry it on uh, maybe towards the middle of the year uh with season two i just need some time to i need some downtime to start writing writing it i've got a lot of ideas in my head um but as i said it's been very fun so even if you listen to this in the car pump it up come on just roll up the windows and pump it up so you can hear every nuance of uh of sound that occurs here uh please bear in mind this is an amateur production so i've tried my best um but hopefully it will give you a sense of the world within 
the hunt for Conchie's golden scepter. Anyway, I'll leave you to it now. Um, I do hope you enjoy it. Uh, and be sure to, to tune in, and I think, later on in the week. I'll catch you later on in the week to introduce the finale, which uh, has no less than 20 cast members in it. So uh, a, very, a lot of fun to do, but it actually took a lot longer than I thought. So uh, some of these guys that have put their hands up, like uh, like Josh and Mike and Dustin, and Anthony probably been waiting for about seven months or something since they handed in their uh, their audio files. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. Loonies, please enjoy this season one of The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter, part one. tracking all good so far altitude stabilized rope ladder retracted and coordinates keyed in for the next jump how's connor doing making good ground on the moon cycle below from the look of his tracker come in connor shoe how are you tracking all good down here but man this carbonadium on a really chase Whatever happened to good old spandex? We have to stick to the Moon Knight theme, Connor. And everyone knows his armour is made of carbonadium. Yeah, yeah, carbonadium this, no armour that. Wait, what is it we're actually doing here again? We're on the hunt for Conchie's Golden Scepter. The K-Man was going to bring it in for a hundredth episode, but someone or something has stolen it. Apart from being a powerful artifact, it controls the phases of the moon. So we've had to call on some loonies to help us try and locate Conchu's scepter. Otherwise, all our future podcast episodes will be in peril. Ah! Unless it's found, there's no telling what can happen on the ship. Exactly. We'll be as rudderless as a rowboat trying to make its way to the Isle of Ra. Mm, it's almost as if this adventure is made to be a serial radio play. Or a semi-regular feature on the show. Yeah, well, quite. Guys, I'm getting a signal from the other void. The power of Chad, can you read us? Hello, High Priest of Conchu. Yes, the power of Chad reads you loud and clear. Coming in from the other void. Have you managed to make any progress by any chance? Any sign of Conchu's scepter off-world? Not really. It's pretty cosmic-y and spacey out here. I've seen plenty of red dwarfs and event horizons, but no scepter. The other void is a pretty big place, but I have a feeling whoever took it may still be on Earth. No worries. Cheers, Chad. See if you can find Anubis. He should be able to give you a lift home. It'd be great if you could make it to a hundredth episode. Copy that. I'll flag him down and meet you all down there for a chinwag on the show. Anubis's raft may be the cosmos' worst mode of transport. Anubis would have to be one of the most boring deities out there. But I'll be sure to make it to the ITK studio to see you on the Centenary episode. Nice one. Catch you soon, Chad. See you soon, Chad. Hey, hey, Rebecca Ray. 
pulled up to the Daily Bugle now. I have a word with Tommy, the man on the street. See if he's uncovered anything. Good. Oh, Connor, if ever there was anyone as Bertrand Crawley-ish as they get, it'll be Tommy, the man on the street. Keeps closer to the ground to get the word on the street. Okay, Rebecca. Looks like we've finally arrived at Buscaverde. Samuels will send us the coordinates for the rendezvous point, but our guy, Cold Case Dustin, should be here close by to give us some intel. Bringing the mooncopter into land now. Tommy, thanks for making contact. We're still looking for that golden scepter. Have you had any luck on your end? Let's walk. Another round, please, senor. Thank you. I mean, why isn't Moonlight on the case for this? Won't this sort of thing be the thing that superheroes do? True, I reckon it would. But no one really knows what he actually sounds like. And this being a radio play and all, I mean, Gideon Emery is just too damn expensive too. There are also potential legal and licensing infringements. I mean, I could give it a go. <clears throat> I'm Moon Knight. No, no, hang on. <clears throat> I'm Moon Knight. I'm Moon Knight. Wait up. Who's that in the booth over there? Where? Don't turn around. Just look. How can I without... Oh, he's coming this way. Hi, Priest Rebecca. High Priest Ray. Under Conchu's eye. You here no doubt looking for Conchu's scepter? And to take in the sights of Bosca Verde. What have you got? Well, there's a really nice monument to the founder of Bosca Verde in the main square. I think Rebecca means, what have you got on the scepter? Oh, right. Well, you know how I always say, if there ain't no death and destruction, there ain't no point. Uh, Okay. Well, me and Josh decided to raid the safe house of one of the local Busca Verdian cartels to kind of shake the tree, see what falls out. You and... No, you don't mean Josh Geronimo Johnson. Together, you guys were both wanted in three states. And Busca Verde has only three states. 
get down. Hey guys, what's happening? Y'all have been tracking the whereabouts of Conchu Scepter outside of New York, too? Yeah, yeah, one second. Jeez. Oh, lads, I can breathe again. Ah, uh, yeah, Rebecca and Ray have gone to the Bustver to meet up with Dustin. And the power of Chad is up in the other void somewhere. But none of us have had any luck. Okay. Listen to me very carefully. Hang on. Are you in a Moon Knight costume? Ha ha ha! I most certainly am. The very same one made from carbon atom from that old Avengers of the Moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, I spoke to a guy who knows a girl who used to work with this other guy who played soccer with his cousin of this other guy, and he's married to that cousin's former roommate. The abridged notes, Tommy. You're starting to sound like one of our goddamn shows. Right. Well, his uncle, Uncle Nernst, tells me that a shipment of Egyptian artifacts landed at Pier 75 off the Hudson waterfront. 26 of the 50 artifacts were registered to make their way to the Chilean embassy. But turns out after an audit at the docks, there are only 23 items left accounted for. Uh, Chilean embassy? Yeah, no doubt. Like the one in the Hulk magazine, volume one, issue 12. The one you guys reviewed in episode 34. Damn, Tommy. They don't call you the man on the street for nothing. You're good. You're real good. Well, it wasn't Alphonse LaRue this time. But whoever it was who received those goods at the embassy, they may hold the key to your question. Well, the answer to my luck? Whatever. What in conscious gibbous have you done, Josh? Well, had to make an entrance for this here podcast earlier, didn't I? Man, I feel there's plenty more shenanigans ahead with this wacky adventure. Hey... Do you think this thing could be a regular thing on the show? Well, I'm not well, sure really. It would be cool to do. Really really you really a lot here, Ray. What, it's a lot of reading. What's the end game? Pitfall fight. Well, we'll just have to see. Thanks for dropping in, loonies, on our 100th ITK episode. And who knows? We may just find Conchu's Scepter yet. Thanks, Dustin and Josh. Put a pin in it. We'll continue our search in the episodes to come. No worry, guys. Catch ya. All right. See you, Rebecca. See you, Ray. Wait, what did you just do? What? I did what Ray said. Pull the pin. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Not pull the pin. Oh. Ah, oh, crud. We still need you to check out the other right, they say. 
You'll be fine. Those cosmic rays don't affect you at all, they say. Scepter may still be up there. Blah, blah, blah. There's just a lot of... gunk out there. Is that you, Anubis? I repeat, this is the power of Chad, pilot of the ITK Jumbuck. Identify yourselves, or I'm going to have to get testy. This is Thoth. Ancient deity and god of magic and wisdom. Alongside me are Horus, god of the sky. My eye, it burns for justice. And Ma'at, goddess of order and harmony. Heed our warning. You are on the path of great peril. Eh, peril my ass. If you're considering an attack, I think twice about doing anything hairy. Apart from the plasma cannons now pointed at your ship, and the ionic repulsors now locked onto your heat signature, I've also got an itchy trigger finger, which I've been meaning to scratch since my PSO 4 broke on board the ship. Apparently, regional exclusives include the internet. Concern yourself not with our presence, lest only for our message to you, our vessel has been compromised. Yeah, happens to the best of us. And an evil has been let loose into your reality. Beware the coming. If it's not hard enough to have to look after Conscious Scepter, I have to avoid Armageddon, which is just around the corner. Holt, you too are in search of Conchu's Golden Scepter? Yeah. Hold up. You're an Egyptian deity too. What's all this about? Khonshu's scepter is one of five artifacts which have been this reality's protection against the evil set from entering your world. We have been in search of the perpetrator, hoping to stop them collecting all the relics, lest they carry out their unholy resurrection. Same, same. <sighs> Perhaps we can work together on this? Your mortal self is insignificant to our greater beings. We merely cross paths as you are more curiosity than an ally in our continuing quest across the stars. I sense, perhaps, this human may play a greater part in his destiny. It matters not. This human's primitive vessel is fast approaching the cosmic belt. Ma'at, perhaps you are right. Uh, what? Go forth, little human, into the afterlife, knowing that the oath, Ma'at, and Horus will guide you henceforth. What do you mean by that? Jeep is my tie and Olaf. Jump up, engage in face of maneuvers now. Embrace your destiny. Goddamn cosmic belt radiation. Rings are off the chart. It's so hot in here.
Ooh, <coughs> my head. <coughs> Who would have thought grenades packed such a punch? You and your gung-ho attitude. Jeez, Geronimo, subtlety is not your strong suit, is it? <laughs> hey, that's what I do. <laughs> right on, bro. Man, we're still stuck here in Boscopur. Could have done with a lift to the mooncopter with Rebecca and Ray. Yeah, but we still got lots of work to do here. Anything come of the hit we did on the cartel? Do we need cartel? What the? You are surrounded, cabron. You have uh, pissed off their own cartel. Look, Mr. Crime Lord, you'll have to excuse my partner and I, but we certainly can't conduct a proper discussion under these circumstances. Okay? What did you mean? Geronimo? There. Now that we have your undivided attention, I want you to tell us about all you know of any illegal artifacts coming into Boscovich. You're from the Southern District, so we know you have a stranglehold over the docks and seaside bars in the city. There must be some shipments that have come in that seem out of the ordinary. Before you get well acquainted with Lowellwind here, I suggest you spill, Phil. Oh, okay, 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 okay. See, see, uh, but, but my name is, is not Phil. What is it then? Capone? Soprano? The Kingpin? No, it, it, it's Bob. Bob? Si, si. Signor Bob. Si, but, but I'm not the hombre you want. Oh? Yes, si, si. Our cartel, the culo grande. We only deal in hard drugs and trade in firearms. Just small things, you know? Well, the one's getting impatient, Bob. Shoo, shoo, si, si. Yes, uh, well, uh, all of the, the local uh, bosses from the south up to the north, we're all running scared. There, There is a new group uh, moving in on our territories, taking all over the air shipments, uh, controlling the red light districts, shitting uh, relics and valuable antiques in and out of the country. The name, Bob, who are these goons? They call themselves the uh, uh, Terpiente Tecaos. Serpents of Chaos? See, si, they're bad luck, cabron. They, they spell bad luck. Any way we can find these serpents of chaos? Look for a tattoo at the back of the neck. A snake that look like a dragon. Good to know. Bob, you're coming with us. Cold case. Looks like we need to pay a visit to one of these serpents. And Bob here is the man that can take us. Let's head to one of our safe houses. I don't like the attention you've generated. They have blown up bar and an army of dead gangsters can't spell good fortune for us. Hey, at least we're not dead. Yeah, how did we survive that grenade, by the way? Beats me. Seems like whoever is writing this serial seems to want us to hang around for a bit. Let's move. Let me just... Fire in the hole! <laughs> Come on, man. Look down. One step at a time. Jeez, it's hot up here. Why Scarlet's always on the roof? I mean, you know. Whoop. Okay. There. Phew. Now let's just see who made it inside this Chilean embassy. Hello. Yeah. Noel. What are you doing up here? How come I didn't uh, see or hear you? Let's just say I roll a little differently than the rest. 
What are you? Daredevil? <laughs> nah, but something like that. Now say it again. What are you doing here? I thought I was mad scanning this building and taking a peek inside. Word on the street is that Kanchu's golden scepter is missing. Did you speak to Tommy? My friend, the streets have many contacts. I have mine, you have yours. So, what else do you know? I know the scepter is one of five relics which have been used to prevent Set from entering our world. Set, as in the, uh, God of Kale? Correct. Apart from the scepter, I've been tracking down the others. Osiris's staff has all but been destroyed. Horus's orb and Mahat's blade have yet to find, and Toss Ankh is in another galaxy. My leads say whoever took the scepter is right here, in this embassy. He, or it, needs to be shut down. Well, I've come to receive the old scepter too. Without that golden scepter, our podcast's in all sorts of trouble. It'll be more than just a podcast in trouble if Set makes his way into this world. Hey, hold up a sec. I can see movement inside. I recognize that person. That's MI's very own secret agent Sterling. What's he doing here? Well, it looks like he knows his way around the embassy. And he knows of that concealed safe. And its combination. That's Horace's orb. Knew you can't trust these Brits. They're always typecast baddies, aren't they? We should, uh... Huh? No? No. What do you... What do you... Yikes. That no. You won't retrieve this all, or prevent the coming of Set. We'll see about that. You have no idea what you're dealing with, little man. Okay. What did I miss? I don't think that's Agent Sterling, or if it is, he's royally fucked. What the hell? That's not only a follower of Set, it's one of his agents. That's Sobat, the god of crocodiles. Set is almost here. Hold steady, we got this. 
that one of the relics had been discovered through Connorshu's investigation. My attention skulked elsewhere, hoping that I too could play my part to prevent the looming Armageddon. It was clear. Connorshu and Noel hadn't found Conchu's scepter. They found the orb of Horus. With the golden scepter still hidden, I found myself at the moon and sickle, a roughed up, tough-as-nails bar on the dark side of town. It was here that I hoped to quench my thirst, as well as my curiosity. What'll it be, sport? Uh, whiskey. Long road. Neat. What brings you back to this dive, then? You're either here to drown your sorrows, or to stir up trouble. Neither. Not tonight. I'm waiting for a friend. It doesn't matter where you look in this city. Turn over any rock, and you'll be sure to find creepy crawlies. Dirt. And dirtier secrets. But once in a blue moon, you might uncover a gem. Hey, darling. Gabe, glad you can make it. Sorry to call you in on this. I need your help. Gabe was a downtrodden, out-of-look vagabond. A product of the streets. He hung out with the likes of Crawley and shared all the same vices. When he wasn't blowing what little he had on street corner dice and other pleasures, he was forever searching for that white whale at the bottom of the bottle. Still, like Crawley, Gabe had attuned to the lower wavelengths and frequencies of the city sprawl. Will it be, Gabe? Don't tell me you brought in that filthy teapot again. <laughs> Come on, Gabe. You look more like Crawley than the man himself. Hey, that was my idea first, damn it. Crawley stole that off of me, not the other way around. A tea bag is a whole lot better than lugging around a teapot with tea leaves. <laughs> Get bent, Mac. Yeah, give it here, you mad bastard. I'll fill her up. So, Gabe, I've heard there have been weird things going on all around town. Home invasions on the rise, random road rage incidents, even unexplained murder. Those relics I told you about a few days ago? Any word on the street? City's gone nuts, my friend. That godly gook you told me about the relics? I'm not sure I totally believe it, but there's something I know for certain. Something's gone and caused some major chaos around here. If you ask me, the water company's tampering with the water supply or something, making our fair citizens go a bit loco, you know what I'm saying? You got proof? Nope. 
There's an old saying, Tommy. Don't believe anything you hear and only half of what you see. I just trust my old nose. Never doubt your instinct. It's the only thing telling you the truth. Noted. But apart from that old nose of yours, you got anything concrete to tell me? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. You've been watching the news lately, on the telly? You hear about that missing girl? Yeah. I've seen it. Heard it, too. Fourteen-year-old girl goes missing. Media says it's tied to a cult. Her father was on appealing for help. Damn shame. You think it's got something to do with what's happening in the city? Maybe, I don't know. From what I've been hearing, the media ain't far off in your speculation this time. There is actually a cult in the public eye, something called the Cool Nun, and apparently this missing girl's a member. I have it on good authority that her father told the cops she was ranting about serving. He was told not to mention this to the media. I'm sure you can imagine why. Mm. The Cool Nun. That's not much to go on, Gabe. You got anything else? Not much else, I'm afraid, other than... The father mentioned the girl spoke of a gnat. Mean anything to you? A gnat? Like the bug? Hmm. Wait. Shit. Yes. The, the girl didn't say a gnat. She wasn't talking about a damn incident. She was talking about a knot, the goddess of war. Gabe, I gotta find this girl. I got a feeling that the cool nun cult is just another cell for the agents of chaos. Agents of chaos? If I'm right, then they're serving a knot. The war goddess, an agent of set. They'll be making a play for Conscious Golden Scepter. Or any one of the other relics. But if a knot gets hold of it, well, that's it. Armageddon. At that moment, it occurred to me whether I should have contacted the other loonies, or even the high priests for any of this. But, with most of their hands tied finding Conchu's scepter, or maybe even the other relics out there, I swore an oath then and there to make this a mission of my own. I guess the best place to start would be with her father. Hmm. Who is he? His name is Bernie Culworth. Check the local news, his face is all over the internet. Right. Gabe, there's one last favor I need of you. See if you can track down his address. There's a shiny bottle of Centauri for you if you do. And what about the info that I just gave you? Here. That should cover our drinks. And a nice meal for tonight. Consider it a deal. Here's your teapot, Gabe. Now don't go guzzling down all this dishwater all at once. Keep it. I now got something a whole lot more worthwhile. Armed with a lead and a contact for my trusted street connection, and new hope for stopping the coming Armageddon, 
I strolled out of that dive. And it wasn't before my pace quickened, as the urgency to make contact with Bernie Colworth rushed to my head. Could he be the lead I need to find Contraceptor? Or perhaps the cool nun were on course to finding one of the other relics. These Egyptian artifacts have proven hard to find, but the man on the street takes what he can get. See you, Peter. Have a good night. You, uh, you working back tonight? See you, Tony. No, I'm just finishing up here. Not much more. And then I'm done. Oh, a few of us are heading down to the Jolly Frog if you're keen. A couple of drinks. No thanks. I'm just gonna go straight home, I think. You know, have a quiet one. Suit yourself, you hardy animal. See you tomorrow. Yeah, right. Of course. See you. Yes? Of course. Right, meet you there. Make sure you aren't followed. Set be praised. Leader, thank you for your time. I am the head of the Serpents of Chaos here in New York. It's an honor to speak with you. Silence, seize your prattle and give me what you know. Forgive me, Leader. The search for the relics goes well. We've retrieved the Orb of Horus from the Embassy, though we ran into some trouble there. Spare me your useless stories. What matters is that we have the Orb. What else? I've been in contact with our cell in Basca Verde. The cell did not yield any results yet, but as you have advised, we know that Maat's blade is there somewhere. It should not be too long before we finally retrieve the relic. Ah yes, Maat's blade. Second only to Conscious Golden Scepter, it is the very thing we need to summon Apep, the true servant of chaos. Curry, you will get this for me. No exceptions. That blade will be mine. Yes, fearless leader. Now be gone, out of my sight. I'm awaiting more... Important. What is it, Almighty One? Yes, the, uh, the Master yearns. Master? I thought you were... What? That green light. Glowing above us. What is that thing, O leader? You should have left when I told you to. Ah, leader. Why? Your work here is done, and I shall reward you with a quick death, but you have made the mistake of setting eyes upon Set, god of chaos, and only I have that privilege. Set. Be praised. I 
Yes, Master, I heed your call. Forgive me for bringing that lowly speck of an insect here. We shall be disturbed no more. It's not long now before we have all the relics which will allow us to summon your generals. Then, by ultimately destroying those relics, we can resurrect you into our world. Let it be so, but please do not forget our agreement, O oh Master. I open the door for you into our world, and you give me power. Let me be your avatar. Yes, power will be yours. First, the relics. Of course, of course, the Serpents of Chaos will retrieve them soon, as, as will our other faction, the Cool Nun Clan. I will contact their leader, and one of the other relics, Thoth's Ankh, is within their grasp. Once we have it, we shall be able to summon Anat, the goddess of war. This is your leader, founder of the Serpents of Chaos, an ally to your cool nun clan. How goes your retrieval of Thoth's relic? Hello, leader. This is Connor of the cool nun clan. We should have Thoth's unk for you very soon. So let me get this straight. Shortly after we left Bosque Verde, Dustin and Josh may have found a lead which may or may not shed light on who's looking for the scepter. Yep, they're at one of their safe houses now lying low. They've got one of the local crime lords with them from the Culo Grandes cartel and they're requesting extraction now. I don't know, Ray. This whole operation's a bit of a dog's dinner. We've got no idea where the scepter is. We don't know if what Justin and Joshua found will yield any answers. We can't find Chad since we lost contact with the ITK jumbuck in the other void a few weeks ago. Tommy at least is still feeding us leads, but Connor's disappeared ever since they staked out the Chilean embassy. Maybe I can help. Ugh. For the lover, where the hell did you come from? We're sitting in a booth. None of that matters now. I know where Connor Shu is. I was just with them. We ran into some trouble. Trouble? Yeah, the kind of trouble that goes by the name of Sobek. Damn it. I was hoping this whole fiasco wouldn't involve deities. I guess I just hoped it was someone knocking off antiques or some crazy, obsessed cult. So, you were with Connoshu. Where are they now, Noel? Are they okay? They're perfectly fine. We had a little help along the way. Once this flashback music begins and they cue the googly goggaloo flashback sound effect... I'll start recounting our tale. Kanoshu and I ran into Sobek, one of Set's minions and the god of the crocodiles. We counted on a fight for our lives, but what we didn't count on was getting a little help. Uh, 
Why am I up? Hold steady. We got this. What? What the? What's that lot up there? Looks like a media coming down straight for us. I suggest we take cover now. <coughs> Chad? As in the power of Chad? Is that you? You can't stop me, man of the stars. The orb is mine. You will die like the rest. Come get some. Whoa. That's right, Chad's gone cosmic. No, could you take us to Connoisseur and Chad? Of course. If what he's saying is true, despite having the cosmic power of Chad, we'll need to call up more loonies. Sobek and the other agents of Saturn now involved. You're right about getting more help. Even though Chad had been upgraded to some cosmic level shit, it wasn't enough in the end. Sobek got away with the orb of Horus. No! Shit. We've got to get to Conchu's Scepter as fast as we can. With the staff of Osiris already destroyed, and now the orb of Horus in the hands of Sobek, we're running out of time. Right. Let's head off with Noel, Rebecca. We can swing by downtown. I know some loonies who may be of assistance. One of them tinkers with some high-grade tech. Could give us a bit of an edge. The other's always handy in a pickle. They're not powered up like Chad or anything, but I think we'll need everyone we can get. If we're talking big hitters, we may do well to moonjet over to the UK. I think I may know a guy. Pickles, pickles, where did I keep the pickles? Ah, there. We'll just let that pot of tea steep for a little bit. Hmm, wonder who that could be. Hi, my name's Lolly. Care to make a donation to the Girl Guides? Well, hello there, young lady. Why, of course, always willing to support the leaders of tomorrow. What have you got there? Well, there are badges for 50p, or some club pens for a pound, or letter openers for pound fifty. Well, they certainly look very, very splendid, and for a good cause too. I, uh, a lolly, is that blood? Why is there blood on that letter opener? Well... The little girl did put up a bit of a struggle. Lolly? The prat started screaming when I held it out. Uh, I... On second thoughts, you know what? I think I might just pass on the donation. I don't think I have any change. But, Doctor, I don't need any money. I'm just like a soul! (laughs) 
Well, Lolly, unfortunately, you gave the game away the moment you rang my doorbell. What sort of master of the mystic arts would I be if I didn't have some defense spells cast on my door? Alarms which you tripped when you placed your slimy fingers on my bosom. You interrupted me from my turkey brie sandwich, my pot of tea, and my wagon wheel biscuit. And I can't have that at all. Bloody hell, five demons in four days. So what is going on here? from where you are. How many of them do you make? Hard to say. When they get to over 20 or so, it's hard to get a definitive count. Come on. We know you're in there. You thought you could get away from the serpents of chaos? But you're wrong. We've got eyes everywhere. One of our acolytes even saw you in a vehicle over an hour ago at the Cuerto del Diablo, the Devil's Quarter. Damn it, Charmo! I knew we should have stopped for Pringles! I also had to pee. You know our safe house is over the bathrooms. Listen, we know you captured the leader of the Culo Grandes, and we know you are soldiers of fortune, so you'll understand when I say we have no gripe with you. We just want Signor Bob. Now, you can either hand him over without incident, or we can do this the fun way. How the hell is it? We were looking for them, and now they're the ones pointing the guns at us. The Serbians is the cause, had their trust in everything. They have plundered and decimated the criminal underworld here in Bosque Verde. Anyone on the street, anyone we may have walked past, could have been a member, reporting back to them. Senor Bob, you've got little with us. Why do these nuts want you? And it's not because they just want to eradicate the Kulo Grandes. I don't buy it. They want you for something. What is it? What Cold Case is trying to say, Bob, is that we're not used to being blindsided. We're the best at what we do, and always have been. The day we're caught off guard is either the day that pigs sprout wings and fly, or it's because we haven't been told everything we need to know. So, what is it you're not telling us, Bob? No, 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 say, no, no, say, I swear. All I know is that the Serpientes de Caos want to wipe out all of the cartels and assume all of their power. Perhaps they want to make sure there are no loose ends. You, you have to protect me from them, please! From your silence, I take it you want to do this the hard way. You've been warned, Mercs. May your deaths be on your own conscience. Though, you know, you'll be dead. Whether the blade is handed over by Signor Bob, or whether we have to pry it from his charred, bullet-ridden corpse, it doesn't matter. We will have that blade. As for you two, you insignificant specks of dirt. You will only prove to be a mere momentary inconvenience for the coming of Set. What 
is this blade this Joker's talking about? I mean, seriously, thank God he loves the sound of his own voice. At least he's explaining a lot to us and the listeners. Get blade? Cold case. Just before we left the bar where we met Bob, I checked him for weapons. Took his Colt, and he had a K-bar on his boot. Here. Senior Bob, why would they want a very ordinary-looking shiv? Is this what they're after? I, I guess so. It, it, it. Bob, we've been stuck in Bosco Verde for months looking for a golden scepter. Are those guys after it too? Wait. Where did you get this bomb? Fire it! Man, us and grenades. <coughs> what is it with us and grenades? Fall back. Okay, take in your Bob to our children. They'll be after I'll hold on to the way. You lure them as far away as possible. You are using me as bait? And you're bringing the blade to them? I don't know. This bastard wants his blade so much, and if it comes down to it, I'll be sure to give it to him. Right in his ribcage. Geronimo, here. Llewellyn has some backup. Just like Bayer, yeah? <laughs> Dude, you can't win this. You just keep Bob safe and get some distance between us. Go! Let's do this. A street contact, Gabe, came away with the goods, and after some digging around, he was able to chance upon the unlisted home address for Bernie Colworth. Colworth was the unlucky father and outspoken advocate for exposing his daughter as the victim of the clandestine cult called the Cool Nun. I approached his door with too many questions on my mind. I was scattered and agitated. Not good. Was Bernie just another victim to the recent madness gripping the city? Gabe spoke of irrational behavior from rational residents. News sprouted stories of neighbors shooting each other and office workers jumping out of buildings. Could Bernie be party to this insanity? Or were his fears very real and in need of someone to just believe? I was about to find out. Who is it? Hi, Mr. Colworth. My name is Tommy. I'm here about your daughter. May I come in? How did you find me? Are you with the police? Or the press? Well, I gotta be honest. I'm neither. I'm investigating all this. And I'm here to learn more about your daughter. And, if you have it, the cult of the cool nun. I believe they have something to do with what's happening with the city. Wait. You're the first one I've talked to that seems to be on my wavelength. Come in. Come in.
Bernie's house was a hoarder's dream, but it hadn't been that way long. Newspapers and scrapbooks jostled with pizza boxes and banana peels, and the sickening mixture of sweat and panic lingered in the stuffy air like a poor end-of-shift decision. I'd have gagged if it weren't for the urgency. Bernie's info was the next step. Would you like a drink? Perhaps some water? Yeah. Yeah, yes. That would be nice. Thank you. I gave his sitting room a once-over while he stepped away, only turning toward a photo of the man and his daughter on the wall as he returned with a glass. Can I ask if you found anything new on the cool nun? You say they're a cult. But everyone else, the media, played that down and have pretty much discredited your claims. Oh, yes! The media are trying to hide something. But it's true! The cool nun are a cult, and they brainwashed my little girl. My daughter Joyce used to be a very normal girl. Did quite well at school, and excelled at sports. Then she fell in with a bad crowd. Started skipping school. Coming home late. With all due respect, sir, she, she is a teenager, right? It's not that uncommon for teenagers to act out. Oh, no, 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 no! This isn't the usual teenage angst or rebelling against one own's parents. I'd be sitting here at home, waiting up for her, and Joyce would walk in the door with blood covered on her clothes. She'd have a few bruises and scratches here and there, but she'd always just claim they came from her stints at the dojo. I'd find things like knives and shurikens in her bag, all sorts of weaponry. That was then, before she went missing. And now it's been... How's the water? Good? Yeah. Fine, thank you. Knives, you said? What sort of other things? Did you see, uh... A scepter? Uh, a scepter? No, I, I I don't think so. But there was definitely a blade. Or a scythe, or, or throwing knives. You know, that, that sort of thing. I really just want her back home. But at the same time, I'm a little scared of her now. Do you have a picture of her, maybe? I have contacts on the street. I could ask if anyone's seen her. Sure. Sure. Here. This is a picture of Joyce and I when we were over Canada visiting her mother. One moment. I'll just grab a refill. As Bernie shuffled into the kitchen to grab his fifth glass of water, I glanced upon that picture of Joyce, and it hit me like a freight train. In the picture, there stood a far healthier Bernie, a far cry from the mess of a man now pottering loosely in the kitchen. Beside him, his daughter, Joyce, young, pretty, 
and exuding a confidence that only comes with claiming victory on the sports field or in the classroom. But none of this made my stomach churn or put a lump in my throat. What struck me most in that frame was the piece of jewelry hanging from Joyce's neck. A few months ago, I'd have just cast it aside as some department store trinket or secondhand buy from a thrift store. Not today. I had been catching up on my homework and had been studying all I could on set. The Agents of Chaos and the ancient relics like Kanju's scepter. What I was certain of, as Bernie shuffled back with a full glass in hand, was that the jewelry hanging from Joyce's neck was none other than Thoth's Ankh. It was the relic which claimed just as much importance as Kanchu's golden scepter, and which both the loonies and the agents of Set were pursuing all over the globe. Joyce was in the middle of a war, and if the cool nun had Joyce in its sights, well, let's just say you wouldn't need the eye of Horus to know why. Professor, are you getting this? I'm in pursuit of our target. It's foxed on down into the subterranean tunnels. Copy. Oh good, buddy. You're coming through a bit patchy, but I hear you well enough. Told you you should have let me whip up some decent comm units myself. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time, alright? We don't have time to stock the van with enough gizmos for you to play with. I'm hoping at least your ecto-harness works. I mean, did you catch a glance at that thing as it shot past us? I've not seen anything like it, and we've run into our fair share of boogeymen. I know what you mean. This city has always had its fair share of capes and lunatics. But of late, it's turned into a madhouse. Got to figure out what's happening to everyone. First, we focus on the low-hanging fruit. If there's anything I've learned behind the madness, there are usually demons. We tag some of these guys, we're well on our way. Well, fear not, old chum. That ecto-harness should prove to be pretty infallible. Have any of my inventions ever failed us yet? Shh, I think it's on to us. What? What's going on down there? What? Who said that? Phil, was that you? Charlie, I said calm's out. I've lost visual on our target. I need you to see if you can track it on UV. I could be in trouble. Phil? You there, Phil? Phil! Pipe down, Professor. You don't have to shout. Damn. So it got you, did it? Yeah, but I managed to open the harness and nab him just before I croaked. The ecto harness should still be down there with our little friend inside. You know, Philip, it still unsettles me every time you reset yourself. I can't recall how many times I've seen you bite the dust. Only to reanimate somewhere else? Well, I guess that's why they call me the Quantum Man. Lucky I made a note to flag my last checkpoint in this van. Otherwise, I'd have reincarnated over in Peru. Looks like we have another anomaly. Over there, near the Quickie Mart. I know that guy. Looney Tunes Tate. 
hero of the Brownstone murders. Not him. More like the company he is keeping. Readings are off the charts for that fellow. His energy readings are phenomenal. All right. Anything out of the ordinary has got to lead us closer to figuring out what's going on in this city. I'll go grab the ectohorn as quickly from where I left it underground. You start the engine. I say we follow them and go get us some answers. So what are we doing here again? I know we're meant to be recruiting, but at a graveyard? Who are we hoping to see? Elvis? This is the only place where she said you'd be comfortable meeting us. You have to remember, Konishu, Lilith is from a different side of our world. Hmm. Do you mean Florida? They're not that different over there, I think. I mean the dark side. Not Star Wars dark side, but supernatural dark side. The light! It's blinding! Who dares disturb Lulu Hellfire, spawn of the underworld, slayers, and fan of the white rum? Lilith. Uh, hi, it's Ray, one of the High Priests of Conchu. I'm here with Connor, another one of the High Priests, and we're kinda. kinda need your help. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of the relics, how some agents are trying to resurrect Set and all the craziness in the city at the moment. Connor and I are trying to recruit everyone and anyone we can to help stop Set from entering our world. Right. Look at her. She's uh, covered in flames, all demon-like, and just that uh, slight bit intimidating. You sure we want her on our side? What if she turns out to be just about a Set? Look, I'll be happy to help where I can if it means it'll put an end to this shitstorm. But I'm here for defending the innocent. Defending the innocent. Uh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Hellfire and Queen of the Armadillos. Uh, Queen of what now? Long story. Uh, we'll be reconvening with the other loonies soon. We just need to re-establish contact with Geronimo and Colcase in Bosca Verde. Can't seem to reach their safe house at the moment. Rebecca will be back soon from the UK, and with any luck, she'll have Dr Hex, maestro of the magical arts with her... And Noel and Chad are grabbing supplies. Weapons for the coming war? Nah, just pizza pockets. Hmm, not a fan. They're deceptively hard. Anyway, despite the pizza pockets, if you're still keen to join Lilith, we'll be glad to have you. We've just a couple more stops to make and our Lunar Cabal will be complete. Sounds like a plan, Jan. There's still a Safari, right? The Great Hunter? And how about Kona? Yep, Safari will be hard to get, but I'm hoping we can convince him. Kona is just as elusive with his golden sword. What about Tommy, though? The man on the streets? Any word from him? Mm. 
as the moon began its climb into the aubergine night. I started to feel Bernie's apartment all that more claustrophobic. Thoth Sang was staring me right in the face. It was right there, in the photo with Joyce in my hands. In one fell swoop, I cleared many suspicions left lingering after meeting Gabe at the moon and sickle. I was now at least one step closer toward obtaining one of the relics. It wasn't the golden scepter, but it was a start. My suspicions for the cool nun, too, were all but affirmed. It only made sense that they were also after the ankh around Joyce's neck. These thoughts swam around my head, broken ships in a storm. But things would only get weirder from here. Lovely girl, isn't she? I do hope you're able to find her. No one else seems to want to help. Why don't you make yourself home with another drink? And I'll see if I can rustle up some nibbles. That's all well and good, Mr. Colworth. But I'm afraid I need to go. What you've already given me is great, and it will allow me to find Joyce before too long. I, uh... I thank you, once again. Oh, no, no. I insist. I insist you stay. We've only just begun. Barney? In fact, I'm not all too fussed now with Joyce's whereabouts. She's in good hands at the Cool Nun. They told me about you. Bernie, listen to me. You're a good man and a devoted father. Think about what you are saying to me. They've been telling me ever since you arrived. Since I arrived? Yes. Since you arrived, they told me that you were to join us. That I was to keep you here until they arrive you were to suffer the consequences. So you can either sit down with me here and allow me to explain why we all should be welcoming Set and honoring his name. Or I'm going to have to make sure you never leave here at all. There's a glaze, a certain sheen that covers a person's face when they no longer seem to recognize order or control their behavior. It's a scary thing to witness. It's at that moment you lose any human connection with that person. Any reasoning or words are no use. And there's nothing you can do to sway them. You're left with a person who becomes as unpredictable as an animal attack. Or a force of nature. I stared into those bulbous, bloodshot eyes of Bernie Coltworth. And I had that feeling run up and down my spine with chilling ferocity. My head, too, had begun to cloud. And I thought I had imagined it. It flashed by in only a split second, but there was a voice 
calling. A voice which horrified me. Sit. Be praised. Paranoia set in, if briefly. And it occurred to me that the water indeed was tainted. Old Gabe was right, the mad bastard. The water had gradually been drugging our brains. Bertie having surrendered to its embrace, he couldn't help but drink more and more of the dirty tap. My few sips offered some semblance of clarity, but not much. One more sip and I'd have turned out as mindless and crazed as the poor figure standing before me. Bernie, please listen. You must fight this. Your thoughts. They aren't your own. Sit. Be praised. Ugh. Bernie. Your daughter. Ah, they're here. They'll be able to show you the way to set. You don't have to point that knife at me, Bernie. You'll see soon enough. You'll all see. Bernie Culworth. All hail, great leader! I welcome the cool nun into my home. Father. Joyce! Set be praised. I... I have him for you. The interloper. The man on the street. He's been snooping around here, but I did what you asked. Exactly as you asked. Now he can be assimilated into the cool nun, too. Just as it should be! Forgive me, Father. Tommy, man on the street, correct? Yeah. And I assume you're of the cool nine. I know all about your plans and what you intend to do with Joyce. For what it's worth, I'll never join you. I'd rather die first. There's no need for you to join us, and I'm not sure you know everything. Joyce, why don't you show Tommy? pulse quickened as I prepared to be my end in this dump. A ruined father lying unconscious on the floor, and sets thrall standing between me and freedom. I knew they were after Thothsog. Joyce must have had it. They were going to use it to summon Anat, the goddess of war and one of Set's agents of chaos. After that, they destroy it, as they had some of the others, thereby releasing the defenses of our poor planet, only to gird set. This was it. I was done. But as I watched the relic shimmer around Joyce's neck, and I saw Joyce slowly glow and transform into a knot, I was fooled. Again. And for the first time, I saw a small glimmer of hope for us all.
Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 179. And on the other side of that break there, you heard the first 12 episodes of The Hunt for Conchie's Golden Scepter, part one. Uh, I, I do hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, and as mentioned, uh, I will pop in again towards the end of this week to to drop part 13, episode 13, which is the, the finale to the uh, to the serial adventure, uh, how will it all end? Uh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> we'll see in a, in a few days' time. Uh, before I uh, I guess close out again, of course, I just wanted to thank um, our sponsors. Hello, headphones empowering gamers to play their best. If you uh, use the ch- uh, the promo code ITK Moon Knight, you will get ten uh, percent off their online store. And a big thank you to Dreamland Comics as well, the superhero superstore. So if you use the uh, the code Moon on their online store, you'll get a big twenty percent off as well. A huge thank you, a huge, huge, huge thank you to you, the Patroonies. Uh, there were a few Patroonies featured in uh, in this serial adventure, so uh, a big thank you to you guys. Uh, it really does help. Um, I, I do strive to. I'm hoping to maybe even with some more of the funds, if I can procure some more. Um, can look at getting a, maybe a library of sound effects, um, kind of really ramping up what I can do for this serial drama. Uh, just a little tidbit as well, a little bit of exciting news for season two as well. Stay tuned. Uh, it will not only be myself now writing some of the episodes. Uh, we've got some uh, some very valued loonies and patroonies who've put out their hands, and it'll be very fun to see the stories they can tell within this universe that we're trying to build. So look out for that. Uh, as mentioned, um, um, season two will be out hopefully around April, May of this year 2021 anyway once again loonies i'll catch you in a few days time thank you for listening hope you've enjoyed uh drop us a line if you if you liked what you hear uh let us know what uh i don't know what you hope to see what you hope to hear and uh yeah i will catch you soon as always may conch you watch over the denizens of the night see you later and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.